0: This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Kelly McJanet from Food Ladder, and here's a preview of what's coming up. 18 months, 18 weddings. I know weddings, inside out, upside down now.
1: The Thinker Girls. Hello. Hola. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for joining our show.
0: Hello. 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 Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls.
1: The Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Welcome. We're glad to be back with ya this week. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. I mean, if you're like a crazy person like Mercer who doesn't sleep and then chucks on a podcast at 2 a.m., we hope that you're listening with this down in case you're sleeping next to someone else.
2: You know what? It's not even my issue. It's my freaking boyfriend's issue. I feel like I've never known anybody to not sleep a wink as often and as much as he does. And then last night he puts on a podcast of this weird, it sounded like demonic music. I think he was just going on YouTube. And then there was one of this rain sound effect. I don't know. It was quite horrific. There was nothing relaxing about he it. He was despy. He was so, and he was getting mad. He's been like, oh, Fuck. Oh for fuck's sake! Like you were telling tell me about that.
1: Around. I would absolutely oh. spit chips if my partner was okay. So fair enough, you can't sleep, but then if you start vocalizing yeah. it, I would crack it. I woke up four four separate times, like fallen fallen asleep, woken up, fallen asleep, and then
2: he's woken me up because he's getting up to we, I don't know, steal the blanket, just nightmare. being mad.
1: Absolutely, you can't nightmare. fall asleep
2: when you're mad. No. That's what I said to him. In the, I just had this epiphany. I'm like,
1: sane. You cannot fall asleep if you are mad. I had a, mad. I had a glorious nap today, and my alarm went off in the middle of ju- just as I was about to have sex in the sex dream. <gasps> I had a sex dream
2: today for a nap too. So weird. That's I
1: reckon you dream more about sex when you're napping versus at night. I think that is a stretch, but I reckon you might be onto something <laughs> because I don't feel like in my sleep, or you don't remember it because you had it at one a.m. But you woke up at seven. Who were we having sex with? Well, was this it just is just a the thing. So I went back. I, I the alarm went off and then I went I I turned the alarm off and then I went straight back to bed and closed my eyes because I was like "No, no 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 I have to get back there and so then I closed my eyes and tried to go back to my dream and as I was kind of falling back asleep a little bit my actual conscious awake brain was like that guy that you are having a sex dream about looks like Avery from Nashville. That's so random. And then I started laughing and I was like, oh, my God, it does. And then I'm awake. We've got to talk about this on a separate podcast yeah. because you being able to access past dreams,
2: yeah. I ne- you were like, I never realised nobody could do that. I'm like, that is the freaking shit that they teach you in
1: that Inception movie, which was the most confusing movie well, I've ever watched. I hadn't watched it because I was scared oh of it. God. If you haven't listened to our podcast before, uh, hello, we are two radio chicks talking shit, <laughs> talking thoughts <laughs> you're thinking on this podcast uh, that we're thinking not benign- not saying, um, And you can also hear us on our national night show, 7 to 9 on the Kiss Network um, across the week. But we should get to our guest because that's what these are about. Everybody's got plenty of ways to listen to us and we want to be able to speak to interesting chicks. Um, the thinkergirls.com.au is where you can find any of the other episodes. This particular woman um, means business and she means business when it comes to food. She is a CEO of um, an organization called Food Ladder that's doing pretty amazing things. For all different types of, I guess, what you would put boxes of important things to cover. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. disadvantaged individuals, you know, like things for the environment, all those kinds of things that I think everybody needs to do one of in their life and then be able to pat themselves on the back. And we are talking about Kelly McJanet. Hello, Kelly.
0: Hi, ladies. How are you going? Kelly, we're good. You
1: are doing lots of important things. You're ticking lots of important boxes.
0: Yes. Yep. No. Trying. Trying is a. It's a big job. There's a lot to be done. That's for sure.
1: For more info, um, you can check out foodladder.org. But do you want us to give us a quick uh, a quick idea of what is involved in your day and and um and what the business is and, and I guess what you're most proud of with it.
0: Sure. Sure. So food ladder is, as you mentioned, we're we're an Australian uh, NGO, but we are working internationally. So we have um, different projects. Uh, specifically around India and also in the Northern Territory of Australia. But we're really concerned with the uh, effects of climate change and this ever-worsening challenge of food security. So what we decided to do about it was create a movement of social enterprise using a very innovative food security solution which we designed, which all sounds very complicated, but fundamentally... We have appropriated commercial hydroponic technology into systems that can be rolled out anywhere in the world, uh, creating employment for local people and, and feeding um, hundreds of people at a time. So wow. it's really about it's really about providing locally grown you know fresh nutritious food um yeah to to people in you know who are who are really really suffering so it's very very exciting. How do
1: you come to that place I mean what's your background how does it all kind of come about?
0: Yeah it's funny you know it's it's been oh it's really a case of you know I've really followed my heart with this one and my my Business partner Alex Sheed and I have been working together for you know a number of years, and we've always had a very clear vision. But you know, for me personally, um, you know, it must have been six or seven years ago, first time I visited India, and I don't know if you guys have been there, but it's um it's pretty it's pretty extraordinary. You know, mm-hmm. the 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 degree of poverty is immense. You know, and it's not just it has huge effects i think people don't get it until they go i
1: haven't been but my girlfriend was excited to go and check it out but she came back and i think people are so shocked by it some people you know those countries where even when you're shocked or even when it's different to where you are you see the good and and you want to go back so many people come back from india not wanting to go back. That was my sister. She went it's there last really year and she's she said the same thing, was
2: very, yeah, v- kind of very moved by it, but then not Scared, really knowing. so overwhelmed. Yeah, not yeah. knowing what to kind of do. But, what Kelly, it's pretty, it. pretty amazing yeah. that
1: you've come back from a trip or a holiday and then actually gone, you know what? Because well, of it, the minorities because yeah. I feel like a lot of people come back and actually that. do the opposite. Well, I think people do. I think it's so full on in India that people come back and do the opposite. It scares the shit out of them.
0: Yeah, and I think that's you know that's an interesting you know it's an interesting point. I mean, it's it's really hard. the the, the area of um, you know food aid, for example, it's monumental, right? So an issue, a place like India, for example, and India is only one example. Places that suffer from food security, but it it, it can be very overwhelming. But you know, for 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 me and um, for us at Food Ladder, it it what it's it's been you know. A, India has been great to us, and um, we've been able to have a really, a really big impact there, and we're growing, you know, at, a, at an extraordinary rate. So I just got back actually on, on Monday. Um, we uh, just just opened another food ladder system on the rooftop of a village school for sixteen hundred kids wow. in uh, Uttar Pradesh. So, you know, very very exciting, and we work now with, we've, um, we've had great support from uh our, our government internationally and we get some seed funding there so we've been really able to ramp up and i have to say you know you know all these years later for our teams to be standing on the rooftops of village schools with fresh produce you know being grown hydroponically and happy kids i mean it just it makes it all worth it it's very exciting time. it's pretty
2: amazing kelly that i suppose that you're able to provide that so they can continue to do that themselves
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's the whole point. You know, yeah. it's, it's about creating self-sufficiency. So we provide the infrastructure and the training and uh, they end up with a, a, a social business that not only creates microeconomic development for that community, but obviously locally grown fresh produce as
1: well. Yeah, well done to you. That's amazing work. Thanks for filling us in. And like I said, um, foodladder.org if you want to find out more information or get involved in any way. Um, we will head into the podcast. We must tell you, though, there is a, a, a duck by the name of Philip that may interrupt you at some point, but it is to help us keep on with our day <laughs> and also anybody listening's day because it's we've got to really deliver that, that timeline because I feel like sometimes people have... Have, we get messages all the time saying this is the perfect amount for a run or something. Yeah. So we need some structure. We've
2: been some. No- we've been a bit naughty actually when it comes to Philip Kelly. We, sometimes we ignore him. Yeah, but, so we've not. just got to adhere. <laughs> we've got it here to adhere to Phil today. He's no. yeah, he's getting serious. Okay, so
1: a bit of a contents. Uh, we'll just run around and and each share exactly what we want to talk about in a bit of a bite size. Um, I want to talk about uh, a sentence I said to you a few days ago. Uh, that I wanted a poncho and a boyfriend, but they have to go together. <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you, she's been, uh, Kelly, she's been obsessed with this since.
1: I don't know why. <laughs> It's weird. Very well, let's yeah. work
2: through it a little later. Um, I want to talk you through. Um, I had an appointment for a boob job. I've said on this oh, podcast before that I want wow. one. I actually had a meeting and a sit down and a one and a half hour meeting about asking questions of the plastic surgeon. So yeah, I just and I haven't it's spoken I haven't spoken about it yet. Kelly, what do you want to bring to the table today?
0: I've I've got to say it's got to be weddings. It's got I've got to talk about weddings. I've got I I think we've my boyfriend and I have been to. 18 weddings in as many months. Fuck, you joke. Man. What this year? <laughs> How many in a, months? In you 18, reckon? 18 months. 18 weddings. All right, they let's, should
1: make a movie out of that. Let's kick this off. Yeah. You start. Yeah. So, okay, so we're going 18 months. What's that? That's just over 12 months.
0: 18? Yeah, how many that does that work that's to be I'm a saying. month? One, one a month. W- one a month. Oh, <laughs> one fuck. Month. Sorry. Hey. It's, it's hey. Exhaust, I know. That's how I feel. It's exhausting.
1: I'm it no it's mathematician.
0: That's <laughs> a lot of champagne. It's oh, a lot of champagne. Around. How Let many? Me tell you. How are
1: you going for outfits?
0: Oh, there's 18 dresses. And this is the thing, I mean, I think maybe four or five, maybe even five of them, I mean, it have been very fortunate to be bridesmaids. So, but I tell you what, like, I, I know weddings inside out, upside down now, and it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I just, it's quite extraordinary. What do you...
1: Okay, so out of four to five of those, you've been... What do you mean four to five? Like how many specifically have well, you been I a think, bridesmaid That's before? lots of I bridesmaids' times. Five. Okay, five. Yeah. I think five. Because I'm Let's thinking the five. fifth person's a bit upset that you forgot <laughs> about their wedding. I know, um, I know, five right? Five bridesmaids. Kaylee, oh, you're yeah. popular. That's a lot of times to be a bridesmaid. Well, that tells me that you are either putting other people before yourself <laughs> or you're an exceptional friend.
0: Um, I, I, I'm very. Very blessed with lots of friends. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's beautiful. My friend Natalia's
1: like that. When her friend, when it's her birthday, oh man, her wall goes off. What do you mean, her Facebook wall? Oh my God, every single person that she's ever met, (laughs) it feels like it. But for her, she would have good relationships and friendships with all of them. Like she's one of those people that is just at every birthday, every engagement, every. She's one of those people that's kept friends in different places. Yeah. So like from primary school, high school, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And she's an actor. Um, She works
2: in. Imagine just her so weddings. Oh wow! A crazy wedding. it's be a big celebration. I often talk about. I
1: can't wait for a thirtieth. She's not very happy about that. She's still a few years old. Um But I mean, what did? What have you learned from being at that many weddings? You're obviously in a relationship, as you said. You've got yes, then which yes. your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Have you learned different stuff about the different types of weddings, the different types of bride, the different ways to show? Like, what have what have you taken out of it? Cause that's a lot.
0: Um, I think. I think my big tip. My big tip. I think something. Josh and I had this conversation the other night. The big tip would be the. Ceremony and the reception being in the one place. Uh-huh. Yeah, i with That's you. a big one. Mm-hmm. I hate, you know, those those long gaps between ceremony Drinks and reception. Drinks in the middle. Yeah. Where everyone I ends mean, up just getting completely...
1: And how do you made. even get a problem. car? It's so awkward. Know. Like, where are you going? Like, My poor cousin had Nightmare. a wedding where there was six hours in between. So it's yes, not yeah, even a problem. It's very oh. European, too, because a lot of people go get changed. Well, she like married they wear a Euro guy. So. They wear something different to the church, yeah. and then you wear something different. So but it's kind of... Yeah, contradiction so the whole of your weekend. life. I
0: That's the whole weekend, you know. Really, have you, you done any?
2: It. Have you done any destination <laughs> weddings in the eighteen?
0: Um, we've done, we've done, yeah, kind of up the coast. We've done Byron, which was really nice. A couple of Byron weddings, actually. <laughs> yes, a couple of Byron still, Bay weddings.
2: I still can't quite <laughs> get over, get my head around eighteen weddings. Like,
0: I know it's hard to believe. It's hard, it is hard well, to believe. Well, it's actually I, very I, easy to believe.
1: believe. I just didn't know it was happening because I think when they happen in all one big lot, I, I think that that's the way it happens to everybody, but yeah, I don't yeah, know exactly if it's at, that exactly. level yeah. usually, like we that haven't, amount.
0: We haven't, we, haven't had a, we haven't had a baby yet. But the thing about the 18 weddings is that for each wedding, there's an engagement party and a hen.
1: Yeah, it's so more than a, just the day. It's the, it's tell me lot. you didn't go to 18 hens.
0: I've been to a lot of hens parties. Far I've out. been to a lot of hen, hens parties. Christ.
2: That's so much yeah. because you're right Kelly it's not just the wedding itself it's like this whole almost it's like a festival. So like this it whole is. thing oh, yeah, the barbecue the next day and leading up yeah. and then it's yeah. So so of all of these it's 18 love. of all of these 18 people that have gotten married I'm assuming that a few of the 18 are all good mates. So they're all kind of Yes. Yeah
0: yeah, yeah 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 definitely. Definitely. And they've they've been epic. You know, we've We've had all sorts of different weddings: country weddings, beautiful um, city weddings. But you know, I mean, it's they're all good. They're all they've all been good and different in their own you're way. You're not going to be able to
1: say this because they're your friends. But I, w- I want to know the poorest.
0: Like I want to know about the worst. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. the worst one. Oh God, um, the worst one. The worst one. The worst one. That's tough. I don't know. I know, you can't. You You can't. can't. You can't. They're all, they're all, they're all like, you know, very different. Like really with one of my best friends had a really simple wedding at, um, at her husband's parents' place. And it was, you know, it was just gorgeous because it was so simple, right, right through to really, we've had really extravagant ones. I don't know. I'm just a big fan of love. So 's been it's been really really nice well it's a tra- guess, it's uh, following you because yeah, it absolutely <laughs> it's, like, is. Yeah. it's like you it's love love we're
1: from. gonna give it to you in uh, in this major major level honestly though it's okay and with the bridesmaid dresses did you have to pay for your all five how did that work because I feel like this is very
0: interesting this part yes no that's that's interesting and again um, that varies wedding to wedding mm-hmm. um, you know and and some I uh, you know I got to be a diplomat i mean people are in different situations i mean they're, they're expensive weddings are really really expensive so sometimes it's you know sometimes we've we've you know covered foot the bill and other times mm. people have been in a position to help but they, that's the other point i think you know is they are very expensive extraordinary amounts of money um I, certainly for me i think when the time comes around i'm i'm going to be very happy with um a picnic the well, I was going to say you won't be able to
1: afford it because you no, I can't, no, can't even given all your money to them. Kelly, a hundred bucks a pop, say that's on average you give as a I don't know as, as a gift. Say a so- yeah. a, you're at you're almost two grand. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and I that's mean. not to
2: mention the eighteen dresses and the five bridesmaids' dresses. <laughs> like, are you are you just are you just
1: needing a bit you're of a like lie down movie. now,
0: Kelly? Yeah. yeah, we're 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 pretty we're pretty we're pretty tired. I've Have you got any
1: on the Have you got any to come?
0: And that last one was had one on Sunday night, Monday night, Sunday night. Had one on Sunday, and then um, I think I've got yeah, there's been a few Sunday weddings, and I think no, there's a couple coming up, but I'm not sure what. They're at Josh's, my boyfriend's um, side, I think, so he'll just let me know yeah, when right. they're getting close.
1: I feel like it's easier for that because you don't have to go surely to the hens of the bride oh, of your no. boyfriend's, you Maybe. know what no, I mean? No. No. Yeah, you have to
0: skip that one. No, no, no.
1: Got to find outs. out. Yeah. <laughs> at
2: least, at least Kelly, as you say, you'll be putting together a bit of a list of do's and don'ts and things you do and don't want at your own wedding.
0: True. You yeah, know what definitely. I
2: mean? Like at the end of all of that, you've kind of really sorted out what you want for your own day if that's something that you want to do. Yeah,
0: mm. got the recipe down, Pat. All right. Definitely. Come to me for tips. Follow The Thinker
2: Girls on Insta for all the thoughts you're thinking but not saying, just with a Valencia filter.
1: Wait a second. I really like X-Pro2 lately. I am all about Gingham now. Big Gingham fan myself. Gingham. The Thinker Girls on Instagram. All right, I'm going to talk about how ridiculous we're going to go from 18 weddings of all these people that have found love mm. to my life, <laughs> which are... uh <laughs> Is a very very vast I don't know comparison. Vast is that the word? Hang on, you're still going to weddings. There's
2: still lots of love in your life. You just yeah, don't But it's seem funny to have because all right
1: these people are like celebrating their love, and I'm about to say that I want a poncho and a boyfriend. <laughs> that <laughs> is where I'm at. Fucking hell. now anyway, so um, so we were at the airport and we were um, hungover after the logies oh, a few yeah. weeks ago, and um, and we we saw um Sam Frost and Sasha the Bachelorette. Yes. Uh, at the airport. And they were walking. Oh, were they on our flight? They were, weren't they? They ended up, yeah, being on our flight. And yeah. you know what? It was kind of hard because the day after the
2: Logies, there's, a, there's lots of, I don't know, celebrities or semi-celebrities with oh, sore, hungover heads. Yeah. So I think it wasn't hard to spot because remember that dude that ran up to them? It was like, can I get a photo? Oh, he
1: was keen. With the it? two God. of them. And then he turned around and gave he us He looked the... like a respectable <laughs> businessman. Like he was in this suit and he was so, looked at us like, and it was, he looked at us like, look what I got. He turned around and gave the double thumbs up. I'm like, oh, my little dude know, that girl is on at the same time as our show on the other competition. I'm like, so we know exactly who she is, Muppet, but we don't want a photo. But I mean, look, they look.
2: Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20 something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: So happy, and she was in this massive poncho that looked like a blanket. Mm. I was hungover. You were asleep, <laughs> and um, and the other guy we we're with was trying to find out where his phone was. Like, it was just a debacle, and he was searching for he was searching for a Coca Cola. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it was, you know, we had nothing to offer. Um, but they, she looked a little bit hungover too. Had this big kind of um poncho thing on. And Sasha's very big, like much taller than her. And they were just kind of mucking around. And they're the kind of couple that, and I don't usually say this because i'm not a person that's like fuck you you found happiness (laughs) having said that though in this particular moment i looked at them and i didn't say fuck you but i did say Oh, I want a poncho and a boyfriend. They, was,
2: they were so snuggly, Kelly. They were kind of like every 10 seconds you'd look over and they would have changed a position. Like she'd have her, her her head on his shoulder and then you'd look around and then she's lying on him. And then you'd look around and then he's snuggling her from behind. And like, I've got nice.
1: I have gone through and on this podcast, if you've listened to the, front from the beginning, you will know that I've gone on the biggest, sorry to use the word, journey with my single life. Like, you know, it's just been dating and trying all these different things and then concentrating on work and all this bullshit. And now I find myself at a place where I'm like, oh, come on. Because you're ready? I've been, I think I've been ready for a bit. But, I mean, mm. look, I, as we've said, I, we've just moved into our new state. We've been here for, what, almost six months now. So it's like, come on. Well, I, I want said to you when I'm hungover. It's to, you've worse. You've got to go to more
0: weddings. That's Fucking that's that's for you. Yeah, because do you need a plus that's one? What, that's what they
2: are. If Joshua <laughs> can't go, <laughs> Kelly. Oh yeah, oh, mate. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Look, yeah,
1: exactly. Look, no <laughs> further. You.
0: You but honestly,
1: you. I, so you know when you when you're hungover, it's the well, it's not so bad anymore. Like I don't know, just when I'm hungover, I'm kind of yep, got to go to sleep, then got to get up the next morning to work. Mm, like you don't mm. have time to kind of feel sorry for yourself. And again, I I like my life. Like it's good, but I want to cuddle. I I want a poncho (laughs) and I want a cuddle. I said to you, I'm like, you can go energy. I want someone, I want to be able to not be wearing my dressing gown to bed in the winter now. I want to feel the heat where I'm like, you're fucking so hot, it's annoying in my bed. I want that now. I said to you, you can buy a poncho.
2: You can buy the poncho and then you can hug me. And you're like, nah. You looked at me disgusted.
1: I was like. You're like, fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, a bit I was because I was like. You get to go home. You can buy a poncho and have the boyfriend that can hug you. No, sorry, you don't get to say that to me right this minute. (laughs) Which would
2: you prefer? Like I know it's a bit of a package deal. I have my own poncho. Of course I prefer the boyfriend. I was going to say it's a
1: package deal. You're like, has to be together. But you prefer, yeah. Well, it's just a good combo. And I don't know about you, Kelly, like how your kind of relationships has gone, how long you've been with Joshua. But I don't know. I haven't got to a point. I reckon I might have been here once before where I'm just a bit, I feel not impatient but I feel a little bit helpless yeah like I'm like yeah that's the kind of stuff that I want and I'm like duh like I know I can't do anything but what like it can't this can't go on forever I don't get it it's have you hard. ever have yeah. you ever felt but, like that Kelly
0: that's why it happens um look I think before before I met Josh it was like all right now that enough's enough where is he where
1: is he yeah <laughs> how long then, were you single for up. in that time um,
0: God, it's, um, I've, we've been together just over two years, about a year, a bit over a year. Yeah. I single for, but it was, you know, it was it was fun. Like, you know, I'm glad glad I had the year for sure. It was, it was. Um, I've been single you know, four years.
2: I, it feels like a long time. Well, it, it has been a long time. And I think you've done a lot of, you've done a lot of work on yourself and a lot of growing when you and compare even that. the last year. Yeah,
1: I say that and I say four years, you know, what the hell, where is he? I would never in a million years want to take away any of that time. Totally, because I was that, with a guy for eight, I think, like, so I felt like I really have, needed it.
0: Right. And better to have had it than to have not have had it, I think, you know, yeah. like certainly when you've, you know, you're having fun, you know what you're doing, you know who you are, like it's really, uh, it's really empowering as well. So, you know, care what you wish for, you might find this <laughs> next weekend, it's, your friend's wedding you'll meet someone and you'll never be single again so enjoy it it's true it it is true and
1: i have often thought that because i i did someone said this really interesting thing to me i think i might have said on here before but if you look at the map of your life in terms of relationship statuses there's a very good chance that the majority if you filled in all the colors of all the years and the time you were in a relationship compared to a different color when you were in when you're single say one's blue one's yellow um the blue, which is relationship, is going to just completely most of the more. time. Yeah. Com- yeah. It'll all be blue. Like you never think about really? it that way. Well, I try to because I think it helps me mm. in the big picture. I think, well, you're not you're not going to get this back because you're going to spend. You you might meet someone magical and spend every little waking minute trying to make to put effort into that and, mm. and make your love lo- like be long and and mm. and beautiful. But yeah, exactly. but at the same time, I just want a poncho and a boyfriend. <laughs>
2: You know, like it really
1: comes back to being that
2: simple. Have you ever felt like this before or you think now because at kind of like this four-year kind of period where you have been single, you feel like now you're more ready than you've ever been so that's why the frustration is? Well,
1: I don't really think it's more ready. I think I'm in a place where... I know where my house is. I know that I don't want to meet someone that's interstate. Do you know what I mean? Like before everything was so all over the shop, like I didn't know where we are going to live, all that kind of stuff. So there's so many questions. Um, whereas now I kind of, I don't have as many questions. So there's space. There's all this space all of a sudden. For someone. And I don't think it's necessarily that, I just feel a little bit like I don't know what else to do, which is, It's nothing. It's just patience, Mm. I think. But it's gotta wait. Yeah, but that's why it's kinda funny because you have you have those moments where you just you just want it that day. And I don't have them yeah. all the time, but yeah. I just really wanted it's a poncho and a hug. Because I've day. never really ever like heard you high say high that. that. Yeah, never ever. Well, it doesn't happen mm. a lot, to mm. be honest. That's why I was like, oh, oh right now I, yeah. which is a very good thing for me as well, because because I, I could imagine, I imagined in that moment, and if you are single, to been single for a long time, sometimes you can lose this, or maybe you get it back when you're supposed to meet someone. But I um. I couldn't imagine – for a long time I wanted a boyfriend and thought I was ready, but I couldn't imagine him picking me up from the airport. I couldn't imagine him sleeping in my bed. Like, And I think that in actually essence means you you probably weren't ready. I probably wasn't ready. Yeah, without even Whereas knowing Whereas now it. You, I, I think of that stuff. Like I yeah. think of it as being a reality as yeah. opposed to an idea. Yeah. And that's different. Mm.
2: I think you're in a good space though, as you say. Like you're ready. You've got that space. You know that lots of other things in your life are going well and kind of planned. So – just a matter of time,
1: girl. Mm, who is that? Who is that bugger? Maybe walk
2: around <laughs> with the poncho on. It might
1: attract
0: the boy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <That's the point. laughs> I like what you're thinking. You are welcome. Yeah. Um, imagine, imagine <laughs> I meet, imagine I meet a man when I'm in a poncho. Fuck, that would just make my life. I love life. my poncho. It would make my life. I, I didn't even. I, does everyone have a poncho? I've I got don't. a short one. I bought it in Mexico. It's amazing. Oh. I lost it and then found it again when we unpacked our lives.
0: Mm. There's a vast difference. There's, there, there's very good ponchos and there's very very bad ponchos <laughs> as well. <laughs> so I think you know, depending on what kind of boyfriend you want, pick your ponchos. <laughs> carefully.
1: It's true. She's got to buy the authentic ones. Pick your poncho. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> surely you'll be attracting a good sort. Well, some kind of hippie sort. Yeah. Depends what, what your sort is. Do you want to butt in on this conversation? Get it off your chest, girlfriend. Join in our weekly Facebook forum where you get to say exactly what you're thinking. And you could
2: be featured in the next show. Facebook.com slash thinker girls. Um, let's talk about my impending, is that the right word? My Boobs. upcoming boob job. Well, I'm pretty, I'm about 90% sure this is happening this year. Do
1: you reckon you'll ever? Be be 100? Like, because I think it's nah. one of those things that you may not actually nah. ever be 100% sure. I don't think you, so.
2: You're not doing it yourself. Do you nah. know what I mean? Here's the thing, Kelly. Since... I reckon since I was about 12 or 13, I was a really late bloomer and everybody around me, you know, I was the last one in my year level of, you know, like hundreds and hundreds right. of girls at an all girls school to pop, have the, you know, when your boobs pop, when you're very, yeah. like, when you're young. I, I didn't have that. T- I reckon I was the last person in the entire year level. And my entire life, it's just been such a, yeah, I say it in passing, and such a, I don't know, an easy thing that slides off the tongue and a turn of phrase to go, oh, when I want to have my boobs... Or when I get a boob job, I'll be able to wear that. Or when I'm older, you know, I'd say that as a teenager, when I'm older and got money, I'll have a boob job. Maybe when I'm 19, maybe when I'm 20. And here I am now at 26 and I've kind of spoken about it on this podcast before the wanting it and as far as I'd gone was send a few emails when a friend of a friend had gone to Thailand when that first all kind of started maybe four or five years ago when girls were going overseas and getting like a three grand boob job and I was like interesting did a bit of research and I was like oh here, oh no that is absolutely not happening after I kind of figured out that that was not the best option if this was something that I really wanted to do so anyway I've kind of just let it sit for, I don't know, the last year or so, not really thought as much about it until somebody actually that we did this podcast with a little while ago. I think she put up a post on her Facebook page. So I'm sure she wrote me saying, Carissa Pucas. Mm-hmm. Um, and She's she. A, YouTube, a YouTuber, YouTuber, vlogger, yeah, yeah online salabi. Um, anyway, she put up this pic of her boob job, and it must have been one or two years or three years or whatever since she'd had them done. And she tagged him in. The plastic surgeon and said, "Oh my God, most amazing thing ever! I feel like my real self, or whatever." And that's what kind of sparked and made me right r- it reminded me. I was like, okay. "Yeah, I'm gonna get onto that." Forgot about that. So anyway, I did that. Did a bit of research it's on like this
1: dude. To do get newsly. <laughs> get my Take boob job,
2: get, get yourself some titties. But that's honestly that's how I've thought about it because it's always been in the back of my mind for so long. It's not new to me, and I don't know. Maybe some people close to me as well. That it's like, oh, it's just an inevitability mm. that it will happen. Um, so I like it, that for my uh, one
1: of my girlfriends, and she yeah, went through with it. Yeah. She's very
2: happy. So um, I went and I had the appointment mm. only a couple of days uh, ago. I went and had we, the appointment. Yeah, I was a bit nervy. I think you know what I was most nervous about? That I'd walk out and go, I don't want it anymore when I thought it was something that I wanted for so long. So
1: what did they ask you? Like, what would people, what What did, like, was it different to what you expected? Like, what, what was the guy like? Because I assume it was a guy. Yeah, this dude was amazing. And I must say, I'd already seen a lot from his website.
2: He does, it, there was about 50 different videos of like frequently imagine asked questions. Beca- imagine
1: becoming the guy that builds good boobs.
2: Well, this is this guy. Yeah, I know, but Eddie, Eddie that's his name is. Eddie.
1: His name's Eddie. Oh, we're going to have to get him on is the side. He's a real slick unit too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is he? Absolutely. <laughs> Married? <laughs> oh, I didn't see a wedding ring on the finger. Interesting.
0: Wow. Hmm. Wow, interesting! I bet mean, in. he's got some dinner table, um, dinner party conversation. Yeah. Um, good dinner. Oh, party just tats. more
1: interesting from like circa poncho. I was gonna go say so yeah. you should you should accompany me in your fucking poncho and then <laughs> see if right, there's sparks right. flying. Who see, knows? See, that's what I've that's become. Right. I ask if everyone's single now, like a fucking <laughs> dog on heat. It's really intense. <laughs> I've never used to be like this. Sorry, we digress. Anyway, but. so it's seen a lot. Um, of
2: his videos that frequently ask questions: Do you get a teardrop? Do you get around silicone when it comes to breastfeeding did or he pregnancy? Have, when did he have? They drop.
1: Um, did he have? Did mo- like yes. he have like actual? I should have taken.
2: I should have taken photos, but I was a bit all like, "Whoa!" My head was spinning trying to take everything in. So I walk in there, and across <laughs> this desk it was maybe a two meter wide, really wide desk. There's all different shapes, sizes, and weights, and widths, and heights oh. of Are they fake like boobs, molds of boobs, or the things that go no, inside the them? actual thing that goes inside. That's fucked. So it was the silicon. Um, teardrop and round, and they're all kind of put out based on measurements. So they're all kind of arranged accordingly to size from small to large, uh-huh. from round to teardrop. So you kind of sit there and that's the first thing you're looking at. And obviously the first thing I did was pick up one of them and I was like squishing squishing it around going, whoa, this is interesting. Then anyway, you sit down, you chat. I had taken about a million and one screenshots of boobs on my phone, <laughs> which is hilarious because, I don't know, during the week my boyfriend was, he was like, actually this famous girl's got good tits and I'll send you the pic.
1: So then I had. Oh, that was so (laughs) weird. He goes, "M Rada, you
2: know that chick from that uh, Pharrell film clip? I reckon she's got great boobs. And then anyway, I Google image as I'm sitting in the reception. He goes, no, no, just two more rows down. There's a good one. I'm like. How do you know? Well, have you memorized the Google image, you creep? Anyway, I go in there and I'm asking um, lots of questions, especially with, I don't know, breastfeeding um, and mm. pregnancy in terms of the silicon leaking. What his, do they like, say? That's all old stuff because the old silicon that they used to use circa, I think, um, late, late 90s, very early 2000s was actually a liquid silicon. What he actually did oh. was cut in half one of these breast implants, and they're hard silicon. So he said lots of people actually have ruptured implants, and that for years, and they wouldn't even know what actually happens when they do rupture. All of the silicon sticks together, and we just go in and basically remove it and redo it. So mm. there's no there's no risk because I saw all those reports. You remember with the I think it was the PRP um, silicon that was really poisonous and was poisoning yes. people's yeah, bodies. Yeah, there are some horror stories. Yeah, and I've done a, I've done it a lot a lot, a lot of reading. Funnily enough, there's lots of actually government fact sheets about, especially I suppose when they saw that huge influx of women, especially younger women going overseas to get them done, there's actually lots and lots of um, fact sheets and questions to go in and ask. And I had them kind of all written down in my phone ready to ask. And then he makes you put on this bra and after speaking to me about what do you want, what look look are you going for, I said – you know, more of a natural look. A te- yep, teardrops would be good for you. What width are you looking for? And I, you know, showing him photos. He said, "I think this would be good—a 350 cc, whatever the fuck that means." And then, anyway, in this bra, he made me put them in and look at myself in the mirror after measuring my um kind of chest region and and kind of it's all to do with your height and your weight as well, mm-hmm. which I actually didn't even really think of because one of my fears was that I'd have these big boltons that would make me look bigger. Than I actually am from for my frame.
1: Yeah, it's gonna get yeah. you. It's gonna take a bit to get used to. Boobs do fill you out. Like that's the other thing. And the
2: moment that I put these ones, these they were huge, and I was standing in the mirror. I, my face must have went white. I said, "No, nah." And I was actually almost ready to go. I don't think this is for me. It was very confronting. See, it was like Pamela Anderson <laughs> staring back, and I was like, "This is stupid." He put the round ones in. I'm like, this is the epitome of my nightmare. I would wake up (laughs) and I would have these pups stuck here forever. And he's like, it's fine, it's fine. What you need is these ones. And then I put the teardrop ones in. And I said, they're still, they're freaking me out. And he said, just sit down with them in for the rest of the appointment.
1: Oh, my God, that's so
2: funny. So then I'm sitting there and I just had had a spray tan done. So they feel all sticky with these like weird chicken fillets stuck down my top. And I keep, he's talking to me like eye contact man and I'm looking down at my boobs the whole time going,
0: (laughs) this is weird. So what
2: happens now? What happens now? Literally he goes, have you got any questions? He freaking answered all of them. I was like, I think you've actually answered everything. Cool. We'll shoot through a quote. It's eight grand, $8,800. These are the two upcoming appointment times in about three to four months or you can kind of. Choose when you want to do it, and if you want to have another appointment before the surgery, by all means. But if not, I'll see you on the operating table.
1: No, Whoa. that's it. That's what's it. your recovery time? Are you going to do it on our holidays? I think I might. So what? September? About or... a week? Probably September
2: yeah. or Ju- the June ones. Well, I but... looked at June July, but I think it's too soon. I think September maybe. Holy
1: shit! Yeah. So for
2: summer, you have boobs. I'll ha- actually have boobs, and my number one, like, all I've ever <laughs> wanted to wear is triangle bikinis. <laughs> i
0: all actually oh, be you're able gonna, to and have a wardrobe full of triangle bikinis basically in, in, <laughs> it's so
1: weird though it's so perception like i feel like i could never wear triangle bikinis cuz yeah. i had big boobs uh. so it's interesting it's in your head like in terms of that's good that you'll be able to do it mm. but i think the bottom line is you can always you wear could, whatever you, you anyway. want yeah. yes yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah, but yeah. i think we all have in our heads that this equals this this equals that blah 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 but if it means what is, that what
0: is- what is the recovery time? It's
2: about a week. But I mean, it depends on what awesome. duties you do at work. But basically, yeah, you're in and out. You're not even there overnight. If anything, if wow. complications or if it's a bit more lengthy, the surgery. But apart from that, you you go in and obviously there's an anaesthesia that will put you out. Um, and then you can go home that evening. You, oh he said you've been a fair bit of pain. But we suggest a week off if you just do a, you know, a desk job or sedentary kind of like duties, which is what we do. Um, and then... <laughs> And then you have to yeah. wear like a special surgical bra for about six weeks afterwards, and there's a bit of taping underneath because that's where they put the implant in under the boob. Um, and then you just kind of take it easy from there in terms of you know exercise and those kind of things.
0: Righty oh jo. yeah, he's down at, at Bondi Beach and Bob's oh, your uncle. Then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Far yeah. out. Well, watch this space because uh, like, Thank like you. all things. I'm sure we will be covering it. (laughs) Um, Kelly, it has been an absolute pleasure having a bit of a chat with you.
0: It's been great. I have really enjoyed it, girls. Thanks so much for having me. No,
1: thank you so much. And as we said, Food Ladder on Twitter or Facebook, um, or you could find out more info about Food Ladder at foodladder.org kelly we'll speak to you soon sounds
0: great girls. thanks again thanks, thanks so much, Kelly. It.
1: coming up next week on think a girl the podcast hey it's justin Seth from how to live and here's a preview of what's coming up it's 2016 everyone's all about girl power and women in business and all those fantastic things yet it's still really common to change your name when you get married were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more the girls are chitty chatting away on facebook snapchat and instagram you can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh